Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Forge the Sun. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Allie, Isaac, and Tristan from Forge the Sun. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. Excellent. And we've got some fans. We've got Ashley. We've got Paul. We've got Blood Rune Sigil here as well. So how are you guys doing? What up, dudes? All right. Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so I, I had mentioned this before we started recording, but I'm going to say it again. Um, I, I, I'll i be honest. I had not listened to your band. I knew the, the name, but I hadn't listened to any of the music until Allie reached out and said, hey, we'd like to be on Fans with Bands. I'm like, all right, cool. And I went to Spotify, checked out the, started listening to your music, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Wow, this is so good." I, I mean, I listened to all those tunes. I was actually listening to them all again today, um, and it, it's it's fantastic. The um, all you guys do a fantastic job, you know, in your in your roles. The songwriting is, is awesome. A lot of catchy, really good tunes. Um, superb melodies. Um, you know some progressive elements just the whole package i thought it was just fantastic um, thank you. so I, I thank you guys so much for reaching out because i'm glad uh to one experience your music and and become a fan myself and then also be able to talk to you guys so there you go. thanks for having us we're excited to be here awesome so i the first question i want to know is like i love the name forge the sun uh so how did you guys come up with that name um so funny story <laughs> uh we when we were releasing our single nature uh if you've listened to that one that's like the eight minute like progressive yeah. metal rock one very inspired by tool um when we were about to release that in 2021 uh, another band i believe in massachusetts dropped their like introductory um ep like literally minutes before we were about to drop the song under the name the nine which was what we were originally going at as the oh, time. oh yeah um so this other band dropped in we were just like we just didn't spend all this time on this amazing song to be the second the nine to drop yeah this month so we were like we gotta like regroup we gotta think of something else um so we spent quite a bit of time just kind of brainstorming before we dropped the song to figure out like what we wanted to be called and uh, we knew that the, we wanted the, the name to either resonate with our sound as a band or something related to Detroit, where we're from, or something like something related to like uh, the mu our music influences. Michigan. So, yeah, yeah. Like, I was looking up like prehistoric beavers that used to walk around Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, man. It didn't sound metal enough, but the concept is cool. Prehistoric beavers, yes. We were desperate. <laughs> it was dark times. <laughs> yeah, so oh. we were um, looking at, like, researching anything, just looking up any, like, little thing. And for me, I was kind of just, like, taking, like, all those elements and trying to mismatch them together into, like, some type of, like, name. And I fell on Forge the Sun, um, which I kind of pulled just based off of like inspiration from the music that we were writing on itself. Cause uh, 
the music itself is really powerful. It's, uh, it's, it's got a lot of intricacies to it and what's more powerful than forging a literal sun. So uh, it's kind of where it fell on. Awesome. Yeah. I I love the name. Um, I was a little shocked that you uh, thought about changing it to forget he son. Um, (laughs) uh, What the people wanted. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But I'm glad you came back, you know, and uh, so that that's cool. Uh, Literally every time somebody reads like the shirt, uh, which Paul could model, um, yes. it's always like looking at it like, oh, forget me. <laughs> forget the song. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> um. <laughs> there is a forget the song, too. That's like. That's oh, probably, yeah, there is. Like, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah, they're like really. I think they're like death. I think they're like deathcore too. So, yeah. different yeah. sound, but yeah, no. Um, forget <laughs> he son doesn't even make sense, but uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like half the letters. You know what I mean? It's just like right. <laughs> um, not forget the son, but uh, yeah, no, it's you know, death metal bands have like a font where you can't even read the name. It just looks like a bunch of twigs and stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah. People are like, yeah, I love like that band, man. It's like, yeah. Ours like, isn't uh, even nearly that crazy, and people are still like forgetting some. <laughs> so, That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of the music and the songs, um, I think you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the most recent tune you had out is the and so this has to stand for something, but W I G F E. What does that stand for? Um, uh, it ooh. stands for What in God's Flat Earth. Ah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So tell me about like that tune. Cause I, I, I thought it was great. It's got uh, super cool hooks in it. I was wondering like maybe go into like how the, that song came to be. What was the songwriting like and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So with that one, um, we had uh, with our very first drummer, um, he had said at one point, like, can we just write a song that doesn't have like a ginormous bridge section? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a big, like through composed bridge section. Like can we just have a song that's just fun to play. You know, like that's basically what I'm saying. Um, that was uh, Matt Vick and he's, he's a great drummer um, in the Detroit area. But that was kind of like step one was like, what's the point of the song? So it's like, all right, cool. Write a song that's just kind of straightforward. Yeah. And then, um, I had, uh, we'd been covering a lot of music. And so, um, you study like song forms, just kind of part of it. Like you study, you pick up on patterns and forms and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. Like one of the songs that's really fun to play and that people love is uh, walk this way. So I kind of like went to that song by Aerosmith and, um, kind of looked at it. I was like, oh, this is like short, catchy. I mean, it's not insanely short, but it's like, you yeah. know, it's catchy. It's, uh, straight to the point. It's a fun rock song. So I kind of used that as, as the model um, and uh, kind of like had the form memorized and, and used that as the template instead of this big, like, again, this big, like progressive thing. Um, so that was, those were the first few steps. Um, and then uh, kind of written it, written the form out. And then the ending where like, there's the trading solo with like, originally it was like a solo for four bars and then, the riff and then a solo for four bars and then the riff kind of like this trading back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty inspired by like, um, like, like 
like trading fours, like with jazz music. Um, that's uh, kind of where I got that idea from. Uh, cool. Allie came up with the the OOs at the end. That was that was her thing. So it kind of just added more, even more of a uh, layer to it. So yeah, um, yeah that's uh, that was that was really how that song came to be. And I don't I, I didn't write the lyrics. So I, Allie, if you want to talk about the lyrics or um, anything uh, else, in this. yeah, uh, lyrically the song we actually started writing that song in 2020, um, which it's probably obvious that this, the lyrics themselves were inspired by the current events of 2020, <laughs> uh, uh, which honestly, like in terms of difficulties, it was, it, it was really easy for me to like lay all, all of it out. Um, Cause I remember I, I worked at Best Buy at the time and uh, I, Best Buy was just in like the conversations of are we going to close the store down? Like, what's our future look like? Like, right. what's going on? Um, so I was driving home like after that, and like the lyrics just started started flowing out after I was starting to listen to the music, and I was kind of inspired by um, like Fortunate Son, like CCR, like that type of like yeah. kind of flowy like melody beat. Um, and uh i would say like just the overall general theming of the song was like really truly inspired by how hard it is to kind of trust where you're getting your information from nowadays because it's all more of a rat race to get the story out first versus sharing things truly and ethically um in terms of news so it's like where do we even who do we even trust type format um which that's kind of where the name of the song kind of arose from, but I kind of wanted to like do something funny just because it's <laughs> a heavy subject matter that yeah. I just wanted to have a little bit of humor in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to, I meant to mention that it, that, that tune is a little bit of a divergence for you guys. Cause the other tunes um, have a lot more progressive. It's that one's more of kind of a straight ahead kind of rock song. You um, totally sold out. Yeah, that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing: the most progressive thing you can do. I think it was Getty Lee had mentioned. He said the most progressive thing you can do is do something that people aren't expecting, right? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of shows off. Like, like Genesis is one of my favorite bands. Um, at least they, I mean they're my you know top top fifty for sure. Top probably top twenty five. Um, but at the time they were like my favorite band. Um when we were writing some of the, uh, when we were writing Wig Fee and like the EP, but like, um, I was like, Oh, uh, again, Getty Lee had said, you know, uh, the most progressive thing you can do is, you know, write music people aren't going to expect. And, um, you know, you look at a band like Genesis, uh, that whole, the whole career of that band was like super proggy, 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 proggy. And then like when there were, then there were three, right. Yeah. And then you got the eighties, like, I can't walk, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the air tonight. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. So a band that can, you know, write in all styles, I think is, uh, I think that's an important skill to have. And I think that's, that's the most progressive thing, <laughs> you know? <right? laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it is kind of, uh, it's funny you bring that up. It's, it's nothing like nature. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or, uh, or that, uh, the other tune I really love is Genesis. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah. That tune's fantastic. I think that was on the, the, the EP, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah that's on the EP and we're um, redoing it on the album. It's a, it's, it's a brighter tempo on the album and it's got um, some solos, some new solos that I wrote for it. And um, so brighter tempo, new solos, uh, the productions, uh, you know, the higher end. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I wrote that when Genesis and Led Zeppelin were like, like that was like, those were my two bands for like, for like three or four months. That was just like, just like Genesis, Led Zeppelin. I named it Genesis, but it like sounds like a Zeppelin song. You know what I mean? But it like, yeah. listen to the bridge section. It's more inspired by like those big, like elaborate sections with like Tony Banks and like Phil Collins and, yeah and steve hackett you know but it's like with a zeppelin ensemble but uh i'm glad you dug that thanks for uh yeah no it, it was fantastic and i'm looking forward to because i i, I might have mentioned i think i did um that the uh I, I love the tunes on the ep but you can tell like the, the your production value on the newer tunes is vastly superior i mean mix is better. So for the uh, money that we it, it, it is i mean you can you it, as soon as you listen to it it's like night and day I think um, vocal mix is better. Um, all, all, mm. all, all overall, you know, overall instrumentation is better. Um, yeah, I think it's great. So, who, awesome, and thanks. where is that being done? So, out of curiosity, are you uh, doing it yourselves? Or are you uh... Radon Studios in Kego Harbor, uh, studio owned by Mark Stewart? Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, good job. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, glad you dig it, man. It's uh, more to come. So. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, this is just me asking you guys questions. It's also an opportunity for fans to ask questions. So anybody got any questions you're going to want to ask these guys? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have like a list of 20 questions. So, um, but um, I'm limited to 19, but all right. <laughs> Let's see. My first question would be, I want to know, um, is are the rumors true that it was so hard to work with Dan of Blood Rune Sigil that you kicked him to the curb and got Isaac to play drums? Totally true. <laughs> well, you know, it got kind of wild. We were on a gig, and uh, you know, we only have one guitar in the band. I thought we we're playing a gig, and I just start, you know, I go to solo, and right before I solo. I hear another guitar guitar come out of nowhere. I look over, Dan's playing drums and guitar at the same time. <laughs> That's when we had to like, we're like, dude, I get the guitar solos, you got the drum, and we were just, uh, it was a big thing, man. It was crazy, and uh, you know, I, I wish him the best. I hope he's doing well. But uh, yeah. big Marshall stack too. I don't know where that thing came from. I think he ran, like ran it up on stage, plugged it in while I was playing, but. Uh, <laughs> Time heals all wounds, and uh, I think we'll get over it eventually. But still, pretty fresh. Oh, awesome! Uh, That's good to hear. You're you're very gracious. Um, his talent his talent can be contained, really. So best to, to let him uh, do his thing. But I would like to know the real story about how he connected with Isaac. Oh yeah, um, uh, from yeah, me or yeah from... Isaac, do you wanna do you wanna take that one? Uh, sure. Uh, so I was on a, another band called A Chronicle, and I've played a few shows with Forge the Sun. Like, and while I was in that band, we played a few shows, and like throughout the past couple of years. And then last October, I think it was, Tristan hit me up and asked me to fill in. And uh, I was kind of confused because I saw they had a drummer. Like, I just played with him, like, a few weeks ago. And then 
think that was Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, uh, was that it? was Safari. Oh no! Oh god! Oh yeah, Safari. Yeah, I went to. A, uh, we had a show together, and Safari uh, used some of my equipment. So yeah, and then like a few weeks later, Tristan hit me up, and I was like, "Sure, I'll try playing some of the songs," because I'm not too familiar with progressive rock so uh yeah so i learned some of the songs in a few weeks and then wasn't our first show out in okamos uh yeah it was like in that mall yeah no you crushed it man you, you learned that yeah. stuff really fast um and they put you in that cube and they put like a box over my amp oh yeah <laughs> yeah, and your amp caught on fire. yeah dude my amp caught on fire it was crazy but yeah no that was uh that was the first show i believe yep yeah so that was that was really fun and then <laughs> so yeah it, i filled in a few more shows while still in my other band and then we ended up playing uh both bands played together at uh the diesel oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's right so yeah that was like my second show with you guys double played a double set yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i ended up quitting a chronicle in December uh, for different reasons. We're all still on good terms. And then they got a new drummer. And yeah, I asked Tristan if I could be a permanent drummer. And uh, we'll ask everyone, obviously. And they all agreed to let me join. So awesome. Yeah, I joined in February. Like mid February, yeah. I think. Yeah, about that time. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Just, uh, you know, we wanted really to see how everything went. And, uh, you know, we had played enough shows where with you, where I was like, dude, he's starting to. I mean, you're just getting better and better each show, and like when you get to the point where it's like, wow, okay, he's starting to play. A, he's starting to have a better set than I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, all right, cool, and everybody was like, yeah, Isaac's cool, and then uh, I think the show we asked you at was the one in Saginaw. Um, oh yeah yeah i remember though it was like uh the um hamilton street pub mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so i think that was uh yeah the rest the rest is history so cool. yeah <laughs> yeah cool. awesome uh let's see uh we got patrick is joined and jeremy uh so hey. again open it up for folks anybody uh any of you fans have questions Paul has another 18, so jump in early. Yeah, I don't want to monopolize. But, um, uh, Isaac, so you didn't really play progressive rock before. What, you know, what genre were you more in, coming from? Um, I started out playing metal, and then uh, I never really tried playing, like, fast, so... Uh, uh, I guess I was more into like In Flames and Corn mm -hmm. lately. Well, In Flames and uh, more so Corn lately. But uh, yeah, so I was, I don't know, Deftones a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like still kind of like metal, but not like crazy fast and a little bit of punk. So yeah. I, did learn a couple Dream Theater songs, like Dance of Eternity, and then 
that was probably <laughs> that was like the extent of my <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll just take on some mike courtney it's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah that song was the extent of my progressiveness and uh yeah so it was a little bit of like rock and slower paced metal i guess that i was into now now isaac's working his way through the neil perk catalog so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the Kristen. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't even hold a candle to that. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think yeah, the big thing was like you could tell the chops were there, dude. It was just, I mean, it's it's like apples and oranges, or it's like apples and like cabbages, man. You know what I mean? Like the A Chronicle stuff, you could definitely see like Isaac had like insane chops. It was just a different, um, different style of music, right? Like, right. so, yeah, um, like, really that it was metal, there was no dynamics really. So, I had to pick up that a little bit again on joining Forge this on. So, which is yeah. it's always good expanding your knowledge. So, oh, hell yeah, sure. absolutely. All right, any, anybody else have questions for Forge this on? No worries if you don't, I can forge on. All right. <laughs> All right. Sweet. So, uh, I have a question about um, the you mentioned like re-recording. Um, so, uh, I thought I saw maybe on Facebook that you've, you're going to put out a full-length album. I'm assuming it's you know what had been before, maybe some other songs. So, uh, so what's the story behind that? When is that happening? When are you hoping to get it out there? Uh, what is it going to be called? Uh, the album is completely done, so we're oh. finished with recording. Um, I think we were in the studio for like almost two years, so we've fine-tuned everything. Um, and the album name is Heart of the Sunrise, nice. uh, which was inspired by a song um, by Yes, yeah. uh, which there is a song on the album which was inspired by Yes. Excellent. Um, and in terms of like dropping, we're still trying to figure out the album art right now. So that's currently in drafting mode. Uh, so once that gets fixed up, then we're going to release it. I would love to release it sometime in May. Um, we do have a headlining show in May, May 27th at the Diesel, nice. uh, which with a couple of cool pans. Um, one of them is Living AI, which we played with uh, a lot over the years. Another one's Truss. Um, so it would be great to use that as a album release party. Yeah. Um, but if we get the album artwork squared away by then, then hopefully that's the that's the plan. Cool. Awesome. That'll be great. That'll be great. Uh, so a question I'd like to ask, um, and folks probably know it was less than before, but um, how did you get into music for each of you? Like what... Was there a particular person, um, band, uh, family member, somebody uh, that inspired you to want to to make music and and perform it? Uh, so let's start with Allie. Um, music was always kind of a part of my life. I I think I always dreamt of like wanting to be like a rock star because <laughs> music has always been a part of my life, but it never became like a, a serious part of my life until college actually. Um, so I come from a family of singers. Uh, my mom sings, my brother sings, all my nice. immediate family and my aunt sing. So 
Um, my grandma was a theater uh, conductor. Um, so she apparently used to force my mom and my aunts <laughs> into little songs and dances during like Christmas parties and stuff like that. So there was probably some underlying trauma on my mom's side that kept her from wanting me to pursue like <laughs> performance. Um, so um uh, yeah, so everybody in my family saying every everybody in my family is quite good. So I just kind of thought it was normal uh, <laughs> a thing that people just did. Um, so I usually I throughout my life I was kind of more in like uh, theater and choir, mm -hmm. um, more of so because I thought it was normal, and also because I had severe anxiety. So I you wouldn't catch me like close to a stage in <laughs> most of my lifetime until college when. I did a electronic music production class and had to write an original song and share it with the class. And yeah. after that, um, everybody was like, why aren't you doing anything with this? Uh, like you need to do something with this. So then I started doing some classical training because if I wanted to go in the direction of music, I wanted to do it correctly. And that's actually where I met Tristan um, at his school that he teaches at Gross Point Music Academy. Um, that's kind of how, kind of how we got hooked up with doing ah, music. Very cool. Very cool. Right. So let's jump over to Tristan. How, how did you uh, get into music? Um, so, uh, my mom's always been really big into music. She's always had like a really big record collection in the house that she would play. Um, I got really into it. Like, let's see. Well, when I was like little, I liked Kiss like a lot. Like Kiss was like my favorite band because it was like, dude, it's like superheroes that like yeah. <laughs> played rock and roll, dude. Like my head, it's like I, it's like something out of a dream, right? Like that's right. amazing. They had action figures too. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, who are these guys? So that like blew my mind. And then uh, the first time I actually like I think really fell in love with like just the music was. Um, I saw Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix in like sixth grade. And I was like, oh, my God, the first half of this movie is amazing. The second half with all the drugs, not good. But this first half is awesome. <laughs> I love the music. I will watch the first half nonstop. This is great. Um, <laughs> and uh, I got really into, yeah, Johnny Cash. Um, and that's like from there, I um, got into like old school punk. Um, and then I saw Ozzy in eighth grade at the palace. And uh, then I got into metal. And then, like, by the time I was, like, a sophomore, by the time I was, like, a junior in high school, I was, like, Ingve, Ingve snob, <laughs> Ingve asshole. <laughs> I was just, like, more is more. I was just, like, oh, man, just mindless, just mindlessly just repeating, just, like, you know, he's the best, he's the best. I mean, Ingve's awesome, but, like, um, and then I wanted to study music uh, my senior year, so uh, I studied with Levi Henson. And uh, then I attended Wayne State um, and uh, studied, got my BA in music there. And, uh, you know, along the way, too, I've gotten like other forms of music education, like going to camps and stuff and studying with players I really admire. But um, that's uh, basically, long story short, that's, uh, that's where I'm at now. And now I teach music and, um, cool. and I gig and I play with three very talented groups and it's a fun time. So, yeah, it's, uh, that's how awesome. I got into it. Cool. Uh, Isaac, how about you? Uh, mine. So I, my oldest brother played like lots of instruments. He made like a one man band. 
and recorded an album by himself and then uh he passed away well he like our he all always wanted me to play drums yeah or guitar or something and uh so yeah he passed away then i got his drum set and taught myself how to play and then wow i tried picking up uh guitar a little bit and that didn't work out and then i know a little bit on piano but stuck with drums and started and i think my sophomore year of or sophomore or junior year of high school and then yeah that's pretty much it it's kind of songs taught myself what i could watching videos and stuff awesome that's awesome man um you know your your lack of guitar playing ability probably helped you get your position because obviously Dan's <laughs> guitar playing ability screwed him that out of the job. That was a big part of it. We, we talked though. I said, you know, this this is a problem, and uh, you know, I was I was kind of a dick, but I was honest. I was like, dude, do you own a Marshall? Okay, cool. No, do you have a guitar? All right, cool. He doesn't have either. The ceiling for what could go wrong is pretty low. I got a good feeling about you. So, <laughs> wake up, man. Cold sweats. It's like, oh, man. Oh, crazy. Uh... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's going to be like WWE when they're like, he's got a Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's Prince. It's fucking special. <laughs> Oh man! Awesome, <laughs> excellent. I gotta, I gotta head out, guys. I gotta go teach. Thanks again for having me. I might be able to log on later if I can't. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, thanks, um, Tristan. Yeah, have a nice night. All right, man. Take it easy. Take care. So I was gonna ask um, uh, another question, uh, and I should have got Tristan right before he could go, but um, I'm gonna ask all of you guys because I think I may have asked some of you, but I'm not sure. Um, and that is, if you could just sit down with anybody, um, they could be alive or dead, have a beverage of your choice, uh, who would that be? And what would you like to talk to them about? Uh, let's start with Allie. Uh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people that I would want to sit down with, but like the first person that would probably come to mind as there's always hope that the people that are still alive, you'll be able to meet one day. Yeah. Um, is definitely Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah. Just because of how, and I don't think people think that he's an underrated singer, but I feel like he sh he gets, he needed more credit while he was with us. Yeah. Um, in terms of like his vocal abilities, because I was just like reviewing, because all these videos have been popping up just because it's the anniversary um, and all the new music that they've been dropping. Well, not new, but all right. the, um, unreleased tracks that they've been dropping and it's just like dang like he had such an amazing clean voice but also the control that he had with like his screams is just so amazing and one thing about me is like I, I would probably say vocal style like I have a fairly like clean vocal style and I'm trying to learn how to get like some of that grit on it I would love to be able to like have him teach me like how do you how do you do that <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, it's so cool and the way that he can do it and how long he can hold out notes in that style is just insane 
Yeah, I always admire uh, vocalists that. Uh, well, you you have great vocals, so um, you know you're, you're well. Uh, it, it, as far as whatever you want to do, I'm sure you'll be able to 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 do that. But um, I always admire vocalists that can do that kind of sing really good, clean, um, like across you know their range, but then also get into like a a growl or some kind of like raspy thing and not blow their vocal cords out. I'm always amazed that somebody can do that. Um, there's a guy. Uh, he was in, um, into it. I don't know if anybody knows this progressive metal band called into eternity. Um, and, uh, fuck, I'm Stu blanking Black. on it. Yeah. Stu Block. Yes. Yeah. That dude can do like super highs, sink super clean and do like these awesome death metal growls. I'm like, well, how does this guy do that? It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, Chester's voice. Yeah. Uh, and I would agree. I, I think he was sort of underrated because he kind of got pigeonholed, you know, right? Um, New Metal and Linkin Park, that's it, right? That's all you know for. But anyway, uh, Isaac, how about you? If you could sit down um, with anybody. I guess sticking with the music topic, I would pick uh, this drummer. I forget where he's from. Uh, I think Norway. Uh, Bored Colstead from Leprous. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he started out really young. I think he taught himself to or something, but uh, he used to do like street drumming videos, like drumming in the street. And uh, so he would do that, and I would watch those, and it was really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and now he's in uh, world touring. Uh, oh, yeah band and uh, he just seems really cool uh i don't know how much english he talks <laughs> <laughs> it, i think it'd be cool to sit down and if he does speak any english well the uh, just talk about music and that's right and, and all that so <laughs> yeah you can just jam together yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he the videos he posts like of his placers, he like uh, messes up and like misses hits and stuff, but he like still plays through it and posts it. And I think that's really just the rawness of it is I respect a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a great drummer and leprous. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hell of a band. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Um, the rest of you guys, Paul, how about you? Who would you let's sit down see. Um, question being who I would have sit down. Uh, with. Yeah, sit down with, have a beverage with. Mm -hmm. who, who would that be, and what would you like to talk to him about? So that's a really easy one. I would pick um, the bassist from Forge the Sun <laughs> because I've never gone to actually talk to him. He said, "Like a man of mystery." He and, is a man of mystery. <laughs> uh, I feel like I, as a bass player myself, like we could talk a lot. Um, and I've also said I'd like to know how he, how he was able to um, pass so quickly through the classes at Hogwarts, <laughs> um, and which house he belonged to, if it was Gryffindor or Slytherin. <laughs> oh man i'm teasing of course i know i know and um, and for anybody that uh, well you can go look up a picture of barrett and yeah see 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know him either. So I'm, I'm talking about like I know him, but I, I've seen his picture and I know <laughs> I got the reference. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't mind. <laughs> I mean, he's even a man of mystery to us. Like we'll be rehearsing and then like he'll be in the corner and we'll all just like look away for like a second and he'll be gone. So uh, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You gotta love it. Uh, Blood Rune Sigil dudes. Who do you guys want to sit down with? Yes. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patrick, how about you? There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, I was thinking about it, and um, it's kind of hard to choose between two. Um, um, ones that have passed, of course, I'd probably say Riley Gill from Power Trip. Just oh, yeah. he's, he's really inspiring, not just lyrically, but just as a person, you know, to just be like as genuine as you can be and just uh, just like not, not a bad bone in his body, honestly. And, you know, anyone meet him says he was a really close friend of theirs and i just want to like know like how you can still be positive in such like you know a shit world honestly but um either him or you know gene hoagland because he's one of my favorite drummers oh yeah gene that guy he's a machine oh Holy he's crap. crazy yeah but i yeah. saw the uh, the death to all show not too long ago and he just killed it yeah the whole band killed it awesome uh Ashley, I don't know if you uh, had anybody. You can you can text in there if you'd like, and I'll read it off if you'd like or not. Uh, <laughs> and uh, another question for you guys: What was the last uh, album that you bought that you really loved, and what was that album? And uh, what'd you love about it, uh, Isaac? Um, the last one I physically bought, I don't remember. Then it uh, couldn't have been that good. <laughs> <laughs> that was years ago. Uh, the last one. Or the last one, maybe you you streamed. You didn't have to buy it, but you streamed it and you yeah. loved it. And you're like, holy uh, shit, this is awesome. The new In Flames album. Nice. That one. Yeah, they got a new drummer, uh, Tanner Wayne. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his drumming is uh, insanely good on that album, and I think they've gone back a little bit in terms of their style too, a little bit more heavy. Yeah, yeah more Jester yeah. Grace style as opposed to yeah, with, yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that album is uh, that's probably my favorite of the year. Nice, <laughs> right now, very nice. So. <clears throat> All right, Allie, how about you? Uh, the last album that I listened to top to bottom, which I will say it's, it's, uh, it's hard to find like bands, like even like bands that are like my all time favorite. Like I won't, it's hard for me to like listen to like their music, like top to bottom nowadays. Cause it always seems like they put all this effort into like their singles to try and make it go viral yeah. to try and like get people like hooked on it and don't spend a lot of time on the album. So it's very rare that you have like musicians that put a lot of thought into like the whole concept album nowadays but yeah that's true 
a band that still does that that I absolutely love, um, which is the last album that I listened to, is the Spirits album by Nothing More. Oh. Uh, amazing, amazing band. Like they're still, I guess, still fairly new. Like they started out in like early 2010s. Um, yeah. But one thing that I really love about them is their dynamics. Even though like they're not using a lot of mixed meter, they're very dynamic within four four, and they can go from like soft to like super heavy to like wall of noise and like all of their songs. So they're all very catchy and very dynamic. And um, the one thing that I really love that they do is they play around with negative space like amazingly. So it's like you think it's over, but it like it keeps going or yeah. goes from one place to another and all of their music is just really thought out and really creative. So if you have not listened to them, I would highly recommend them. Is it, is it, are they from Australia? Um, no, I think they're actually from Texas. Really? Okay. I must, I think I'm confusing them with another band. They're also really incredible live too. Like they put on a great stage show. Like all of them are percussionists. So they'll all play like some type of progression instrument at the same time. Like they build like their own weird instruments for stage. So they've got it all they're the full package i am thinking of because i remembered um i just didn't realize they were from texas but the the instrument building i remember that um because they build all kinds of crazy shit and they take it on stage with them like, yeah the hell is this thing right <laughs> like we're gonna play it right now <laughs> yep. yeah awesome cool uh paul how about you uh let's see um Actually, if you know the band um, Elder, Elder, yes, yeah, they put out a record um, not too long ago, and I kind of was like faintly, I was sort of aware of their stuff, but not really close. I know they they kind of have moved from maybe they did heavier stuff, but the most recent thing they did was a really cool progressive, I would say definitely like progressive rock record where they're not afraid to like stretch out song yeah. looping riffs and like what i really liked about it was that i liked how many textures were going on in the music like there were it was cool interplay with keyboards and guitar and um i guess they it's somewhat controversial i guess because there's some people that like prefer heavier version of the band i'm okay I'm not sure, but um i really i really dug it i thought it was a, in fact we mentioned some of these bands like genesis and yes and it kind of yeah gave me some of that um oh wow cool some of that feeling yeah i forget the name of the album but awesome i don't think i've really album. listened to them so i'm gonna have to check that out that's yeah I, I i give it uh uh i give it four beers <laughs> excellent that's my rating yeah. <laughs> and also if you haven't checked it out from 2022 there's a album called transmutation oh yeah that thing black blood rune sigil you got to check that out and play it on repeat all the time yeah that album is full of insanity full of insanity <laughs> so blood rune sigil dudes
Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dan, anything from you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah when uh for the longest time so uh fun fact uh for the longest time i was uh, i did not like slayer um because i was like um i don't know why i just it, something about it like early slayer even though now i i really do enjoy earlier slayer but there was something about the solos by carrie king that threw me off because they're kind of atonal like they they don't really fit with the, I mean, I granted when you try to play along to the speed of those tunes, you're like, how the fuck are you going to get a solo in there? So, so I, I give them props for that, but I was, you know, a guitar player and, and played leads and I was like, ah, this sucks. You know, I can't, this guy's, he's off key half the time. And like, what is he doing? And then, uh, you know, season of the abyss came out and South of heaven. And I was like, oh, I get it now. And then, you know, of course, you become a huge fan of, um, you know, the godfather of drums. I mean, that guy can do no wrong. It's just, you know, anyway. Uh, so now I'm a huge Slayer fan. I don't have it carved in my arm, but uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, well, it looks like Patrick's in the middle of something. <laughs> I was going to ask Patrick, uh, what's an album you've been listening to? Um, my most recent has been um, the EP from 10,000 Teeth. They're mm -hmm. a death band from Port Huron, and it's just real gnarly shit. They're always a good time live. Um, super cool guys. Um, they don't have many. They just have two songs on streaming right now. But if you are able to get a hold of their copy of their most recent EP, it's a really good listen. I'd recommend it. Awesome. Cool. Oh, yeah. I that's another band I've seen their name around, but I haven't listened to them. So it sounds like I need to check that out. We played yeah. them a couple times. They're they're really great. Awesome, cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to be on Fans with Bands. Very much appreciate it. I've got one last question, and that is: pineapple or no pineapple on pizza, Ellie? <laughs> um, well, I I eat everything, so I I would take it with or without. Oh. But would you order it that way? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Isaac, how about you? Uh, kind of the same way. <laughs> I, typically, I don't mind it, but I typically just don't order it with it. But I mean, if it's on there, I'll eat it. All right. So. Awesome. Yeah. Pizza's pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patrick, how about you? I think it's great. I actually... Um... If y'all been to Blaze Pizza, I usually get it every time when I'm there, because like I like to get um, the sweetness from the pineapple and just drizzle it with buffalo sauce. Oh, just, the sweet and spicy of that combo is really good. Yeah, because I've heard that from people that like to get pineapple, they go with pineapple and jalapeno. So I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, nice. Paul, I can't remember. Yeah, um, as I've. Uh, 
I, I've said before, I, I didn't try it until college. Um, <laughs> you know, college is a time of experimentation. <laughs> and, uh, but I, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, do I do it? I don't do it all the time, you know. Uh, now that it's legalized, I don't know. It's not as fun, but it's, it's all right. Oh, the Pineapple Express. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Bloodroom Sigil. All right. Cool. Awesome. So it sounds like everybody's agreeable on the pineapples. Very nice. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for having right. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right. Great hang. It was like family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was cool. All right, guys. Take care. See ya. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much to Allie, Tristan, Jeremy, Isaac, Ashley, Patrick, and Paul for joining me in this episode of Fans of Bands. It was so cool to be able to talk with Forge the Sun and hear their story. Their songwriting and recordings are fantastic. And I can't wait to hear their new album called Heart of the Sunrise, which hopefully will be out later this spring. Keep your eyes on the Forge the Sun socials for the latest. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.